Hi guys, Esther Kesimira here and today we are talking about necessary losses. Because if we're going to start a self-care journey together, we have to be able to identify our blocks because we have blocks in our life. This could be internal, this could be procrastination, this could be self-doubt, this could be fear, but we also have the external blocks and these are negative people these are the foods that we should really not have in our cupboards that we should eat on weekends when we go out so it could be anything but the major major thing is to identify these blocks because when we identify them then we get rid of them because we are now aware of them because at times you're not aware of like for me, when I started, I was not aware of how many packs of crisps and chocolate and stuff like that I had in my cupboards and in my fridges because I would just snack and I would just buy them. But now I no longer buy them because I became aware. So think about what you have in your cupboards or go through your cupboards. Things that you eat subconsciously, maybe when you're going to watch a movie in the middle of the night on a Friday when you're not going to work the following day, you know. And start to get rid of these things because these things are what will, that's what creates the lethargic feeling in the morning where you don't feel like doing anything and you just decide to have a lie-in, you know. So we need to get rid of these things in order for us to keep those commitments that we have the next day. And so I'll start from the external because the external is one of those ones that, you know, that normally I had to deal with and one of them is one of the necessary losses in your life are your friends your negative friends that is not your friends but your negative friends so look around you and who are the people who pull you into the pub and say come on man don't go to the gym go to the pub who are those friends who ridicule you or critique you at every turn because those are not the people who are really going to you you need people in your corner that are praising you that are pushing you to do these things because that's the only way you're going to thrive otherwise this will not be a long journey i can tell you that now and so i like to replace people so when i think of somebody who critiques me or who even just makes me angry you know because Anger is something that you should avoid. If, if, if there's somebody who knows how to push your buttons, just stay away from them. You know, so many people think, oh man, that's a weakness. It's not a weakness. You're protecting your peace. It's, there's a difference. Because what I realized, what I read somewhere is when you're angry, when you, have, when you hold a grudge, things like that, they affect your immune system in a negative way. And so... And most of the times when we're holding these grudges or when we're angry with someone, the other person is not even aware that you're angry with them. They're moving, they're enjoying life somewhere and you're angry. And so part of our self-care journey is going to be letting stuff go, forgiving people, not for them, but for you, for your own peace of mind. Because with this self-care journey, we're going to be protecting our peace, protecting our minds from all this negative stuff because that's what gets you a stroke that's what gets you high blood pressure it's it, it creates disease in your body and that's what we don't want we want to go the other way 
you know we want to create a lot of joy a lot of peace a lot of happiness a lot of love in ourselves a lot of power strength you know we want nutritious food we want to live with vitality and passion and all these things we have to work hard to get them but whilst we are focused on them we have to get rid of the things that don't really serve us anymore and that's why i'm calling this necessary losses and so the major major ones are the people because they'll just keep on at you and when somebody's talking to you every day especially if it's somebody who you hold in high regard this could be your spouse sadly this could be a relative this could just be a friend this could be a work colleague don't share what you're going through with them just avoid them because you can replace that person when when i think of my of people who i interact with that are negative i don't spend any time with them because i picture somebody positive there you know in their place and i'm thinking i'm wasting time with this person i could have been talking to somebody who is positive maybe even who is on the same journey as me <clears throat> and we going through all these things together and we're discussing how we're going to go jogging then the following day instead of listening to somebody who is critiquing and putting you down because that's your self-esteem going down the drain and another thing is that we need to protect our self-esteem but that's going to be another episode because that one is huge but what i'm saying today is this think of the things that you might have to lose in order to grow because sometimes some boxes get too small for us you know we no longer fit in those boxes and we need to move away to fit into bigger boxes so which part of because this self care journey is going to create a new person you will no longer be the old person that used to lay on the couch eating i don't know crisps and doing all sorts of things and not looking after yourself and not and complaining and that person is going to leave that person is going to go and so this journey it's going to be a lifestyle and for it to be a lifestyle we need to take these things on but we need to take them on seriously and so with your friends or somebody who puts you down negative people you have to find a way what i do is if i can't control the fact that i'm near i'm i am i am close to a negative person i just don't share my 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 thoughts with them you know or what i'm doing i just don't because i know they're going to shoot me down and then i will be when you care about them it affects you i don't care what you think it will still affect you that's one thing i noticed because you you hold them in high regard and so getting rid of them or not sharing what you're doing with them is the, is is one of the best ways you can go about it and so think of those necessary losses and think of how to get rid of them and then you'll find that your life will get easier because you will start to replace that person because a lot of this is 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 about creating a new life for yourself if you want i th- it it really is so then you will be you will start to look at other people that you could replace these people with and that's the important bit 
So then have that person who you meet at the park, you know. You, you, you text each other, meet at the park, go for a run, or, you know, you, you share what you, what you eat or what you, what you like or anything. But it's positive, you know, and they understand the journey you're on and they are also on that journey. Because then they'll appreciate you and you'll be able to share things. And so, who can those people be? Write them down. Think about them and say, who do I want in my life? Who is going to guide me on this journey? You know, who do I know who is a health freak? Who would really add a lot of value to what I'm thinking at the moment? Because you're in a, in a, in a place where you're trying to improve your life for the better. And so somebody you hold in high regard shooting you down can really affect you. You can end up just abandoning the whole thing because words are powerful. I know when I was growing up, they used to say, oh, sticks and stones can break your bones and blah, blah, blah. And, but words can never hurt you. They do hurt and they do affect you. That's why you see sometimes you can, you, you can just think about something or you can, there are certain things you don't do anymore just because of one comment. One comment can change your life. You can want to do something and just because somebody says just one word, you completely abandon it. And so words are powerful. And that's why I'm very careful about the people I surround myself with because I know that I have to protect my peace. I have to protect my mind. And so when I'm sharing stuff, when I'm discussing stuff, I make sure I'm discussing it with the right person. Because on the flip side, when somebody says, you can do it, or yes, this will work, there's that feeling you get of wow, you know, because we live in a negative society. So if we live in a negative society and you surround yourself with negative people, how will you do something positive? You know, so that's why you have to go out of your way to make sure you intentionally surround yourself with people who are on the same journey as you, who have the same beliefs as you, same desires as you. Because then you create a superpower, you know. On the times when you need to be picked up, as in you just don't feel like doing it anymore, you're tired or you're planning not to do it, and then they'll call you and say, hey, tomorrow, 6 o'clock, we'll be at the park. Are you coming? Then you're like, ah, oh, man, I don't know. They'll say, no, 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 you need to be there, you know. So you need that push. Because you're not always going to be at 100%. You're not always going to be that positive person. You know, you, you might have had a bad day or a long day. Your car broke down. You had, you, you, it was raining, you know. You, you, you had to walk, I don't know, a long distance. So anything could have happened to you. And you're tired and you're thinking, I can't do this. And they'll, they'll be those, that's when these people will pick you up. And so that's how important it is to have the right people around you rather than you have someone who say, who you say, ah, I'm not going to go jogging today. Say, yeah, we didn't think you'd really keep, I mean, what is jogging? You know I mean? Come on. The, you used not to jog before. Why start now? You know? So the, you, you start to, you start to try and 
Because you know we are people who, that's why I say, if you, who you hang out with is who you become. A hundred percent. Because when you, when you hang out around negative people or when you hang out around people who you think highly of and, and they don't believe in what you're trying to do, you try to conform to them in order not to be critiqued. Because we, we, we don't like rejection. We don't like being laughed at. And so you find that you'll conform to them. So that's why I avoid them, you know. That's why I go the other way because I'm thinking if I can get three people that I can surround myself with who have that high standard I want to hit, I'll have to conform to them. So that way I have to lift myself up and have this high standard just to maintain the conversations I have with them. So so that's how it works. And so just look at your life and and see whether you're happy with it. Are you content? Are you fulfilled? Do you feel like you're giving everything that you could be giving? Or do you feel like you could be doing more? If you feel like you could be doing more, it's because internally you have that internal struggle whereby you want to do something, but your mind manages to talk you out of it. And that part of your mind is the negative mind that we're trying to get rid of. And to get rid of it, we have to work at it every day. And that's what brings us to this self-care episode of necessary losses. Because imagine if you did, what would you do? This is a question I ask myself. What would you do if you didn't care what people thought? What would you do? What would you do if you didn't have any fear? Because those are the things that stop us from, from getting what we want, you know? What would you do if you communicated everything you desired? Because we're not sensitive to what we want, if you think about it. We taught to be polite. We taught to put others first. We taught what we want doesn't matter. It does. And so we have to learn to intentionally communicate what we want and be honest about it. So that when, when we get it, we are content, we are fulfilled. So, so many times we don't get what we want because we didn't even say what we wanted. I've been in such a situation so many times. And so we then become resentful when we don't get what we want. And then we go away and start complaining. But the thing is, we didn't even communicate it. So we could have got it had we communicated with it, communicated, but we didn't. And so that's all part of the self-care journey. You know, it really is because self-care is about fulfillment. That's why you see people abuse drugs and alcohol because they're not fulfilled. They're not happy. Why? Because we are very hard on ourselves. So self-care is about that compassion that we have to learn to give ourselves. We have to learn to forgive ourselves because we are not perfect. We will make mistakes. We're making mistakes now. We've made mistakes in the past and we're going to make mistakes in the future. And we have to learn to forgive ourselves. That's what self-care is all about. And so guys, I can't believe I've already hit 15 minutes and I'm going to be talking about this in the next episode because I think it is important, you know, because when I've been talking about all these strategies for self-care, I need now to switch gears and talk about the day-to-day things that we do subconsciously 
And we don't realize that these things are affecting our self-esteem. These things are affecting our confidence. But we just do them, you know. And then we feel bad. And then we feel unfulfilled. Then we have a void. Then we are angry. Then we are disappointed, you know. Then we start being so hard on ourselves. And so once we start to become aware of that, we'll start to manage it better. And then we'll start to feel better. So this is a really important journey. This is the most important journey you'll ever take in your life because it's going to change your life. And so guys, I got to sign off and I hope you're enjoying these episodes. Let me know. Find me on Instagram. Find me on Facebook. Let me know how you're going. Let me know what you're thinking. That's important to me. But for now, I got to go. Bye. Hi guys, Esther Kesimira here and welcome to another one of my episodes. And this episode is about a recap of our detoxifying journey because in order for this whole self-love thing to work, there are certain things we have to get rid of. There are certain things we have to avoid. There are certain people we have to avoid. And then there are certain people we have to look for. And so it I call it a detox because with the things that we get rid of, you will get withdrawals because these are things you've probably been doing every day. And so when you stop doing them, you will experience some withdrawals. And that's why I call it detoxing. And so like now, I am on a journey where I am detoxing from social media. I thought if I detox from social media for just one day, I would die. That's how much I was on social media. But now I haven't died. That's one. And two, I feel better. You know, I, I, I feel like I'm not living that life where I'm always on my phone, you know, because then I realized that actually I'm always on my phone distracted because of social media. You know, I'm reaching out to friends. I'm seeing what, where they are. I'm seeing their pictures. I'm liking their pictures. I'm commenting. I'm, I'm doing all sorts of things. I'm, I'm putting all sorts of status updates on my profile um, and then seeing who was liked them and then reaching out to them and then chatting to them and then so I've been on social you, you you can be on social media like for five hours straight you know just doing all that stuff I'm not saying it's bad but I'm saying it lowers your productivity especially if it's a working day and so when I put it to the side it gave me more time to even have this podcast you know like have episodes every day it, it gave me more time to, to look more at my work, to read more. Like now I read longer than I used to because I have fi- five hours free, you know, to do those things because those things add value to your life. And then it's also things like looking after yourself, you know, because that's what self-care is. So basically people are confused. They're like, Esther, is it self-care? Is it self-love? Make up your mind, you know. And what I'm saying is... Self-love, it comes from self-care. How? Good question. So the thing is, I learned this. When I started to look after myself better, I started to love myself more. So I'm not saying I didn't love myself at the start, but I used to be so hard on myself. And I've noticed that this society, it makes us like be really hard on ourselves because we have these 
high expectations of ourselves. And so what I learned to do, which is working, is I learned to trade that expectation for appreciation. So I started to appreciate myself more than all these expectations I had of myself. I should be here at this age. I should be doing this. I should be doing that, you know. And a lot of it I found, it came from people's opinions of me. I was worried about what people thought of me, you know. So I said to myself, how, how would I be living my life if I didn't care what people thought about me, you know. It came from my fears. And I was like, how, what kind of life would I be living if I didn't experience any fear? If I was not fearful at all? It came from my habits. I was like, which habits do I have to get rid of completely in order to live a better life? So these expectations, they come from the environment. And so I had to come from within and say, I need to change this. I need to appreciate myself more than have all these expectations of myself. So I got rid of the expectations. It was not easy because you default into them. How? Um, it's when you, when you are trying to like, I would say complete, like for me, complete a job, complete work. And then I'll do it. And then it's not up to the standard that I want. And oh my gosh. Sometimes I don't even have lunch. I say, why eat when I can't even do this, you know? I'm such an idiot. I'm such a this. You know, I start calling myself names. And then I was thinking, why am I calling myself names? I'm trying. I'm doing my best. It's not that I'm sitting back and being lazy or, or I'm dumb or anything like that. But those are the things I used to think of. And so I had to say, do you know what? I need to be careful about the words I say about myself because... I am subconsciously putting myself down. And how did I notice that? I noticed that because I was thinking, supposing somebody said that about me and said, hey, Esther, you're dumb. How could you not do this? That person is putting me down. So if I take offense to that and yet I'm talking to myself like that, what does that mean? You know, I'm not being consistent here. And so I said to get cautious about which words I was using to describe myself, to put myself down. You know, and I, I had to address those. And another thing I did was this. I said, if, if I amplified, as in, if, actually this is something for you to think about. If somebody put a mic on the street and that mic was revealing all the thoughts going on in your mind, would you be proud of those thoughts if they were amplified to everyone? You know, like on a mic, on a, on, a, on a loudspeaker, and they said everything that you were thinking. Would you be proud of those thoughts? Some of them, no. <laughs> I can tell you that. Actually, most of them, no. <laughs> so I had to change that. And whenever I think of something, that's what I think about. I say, supposing this was amplified, would I be proud? And I say, yeah. So I had to move towards thoughts that, that I would think people would hear, you know. And it, it forced me to start to think good about myself, you know, good about what I was doing. And it was such a good strategy, you know. So this self-care thing, it comes from within. It really does. And that's why it's so challenging. Because it's like you're completely changing 
the way you've been perceiving yourself, the way you've been treating yourself, the way you've, the habits you have, all those things. It's like now you're changing them around. And so that's why people find it challenging, you know? And that's why it's a journey. It's not something that you do once and that's it. No, you work at it every day because we have thoughts. You cannot control thoughts. Thoughts will come to your mind, whether you want it or not, whether you close your eyes or not, whether you open them, whether you run, whether you, 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 you sleep, whether you will have thoughts. I have thoughts when I'm sleeping and I wake up and say, what was I doing? And even then, when you say, okay, now I'm going to go into deep sleep, you'll still dream. <laughs> so anyway, the thing is this. If we can't control what comes to our mind, we can control what we dwell on, you know? So if we have a thought, we ha especially if it's a negative thought, we have to find a way to make it positive. We have to not dwell on it. So I had to think about things like that. And so my starting point was how I spoke to myself, especially when I was under stress, when I was under pressure, when I was embarrassed, you know? Because at some point in our lives, we get embarrassed. At some point in our lives, we feel anger. We feel fear. We feel all these negative emotions. And when we feel them, is when we start to speak to ourselves in a really, really... That's when we talk ourselves, talk down to us about ourselves. That's when we do all sorts of things. And so that was the point I had to manage. And I was thinking, do you know what? Whenever I feel down and I am like completely stressed out and really disappointed in myself, I am not going to go there. I am not going to say anything bad about myself. I'm just going to say, well, I tried and next time now I have learned my lesson. Where do I need to learn? I'll either win or I'll learn. But there's no losses up here. I was like, there's no, there's nothing like failure. It is a learning experience or it's a winning experience. If it's a winning experience, I will celebrate. If it's a learning experience, I will celebrate because I'm adding value to myself. So that's how I turned it around, you know, because I had to find a way of saying, no, 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 no. Wait, 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 Esther. How are you a failure? Think about all the things you've done. And I'd sit down and write down all my achievements, all the things I'm proud of. I say, why am I saying I'm a failure? To myself. It's like I am my own enemy, you know. And in doing that, I'm putting myself down. It's affecting my, my confidence. How is that going to make me achieve more? And so I had to turn it around. And that's something that I would really advise you to do because it really works. I tell you, it really works because words are powerful. We say them in passing. We think about them in passing. But they are powerful because one, <clears throat> one word can change your thinking. That's one thing I've realized. One word can change your thinking. So if it's negative, it will completely engross you, you know, especially if it comes from somebody you love, somebody you look up to. If it comes from yourself, it's even worse, you know, because you'll completely believe it. So when somebody says to you, oh, you shouldn't have done this, what's wrong with you, blah, 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 you have to have this thing in your mind where you're turning it around and saying, oh, okay, you know, this is where I went wrong. Because for me, that's what I do now. If you really want to turn it around, obsess about where the mistake is. You know, 
the thing you, that went wrong. Focus on where it is. Because then you will learn where it is and you'll learn how to turn it around. So for me, I don't leave the scene of the crime until I have found what the problem is and what I need to do to, to fix it. And I don't care how embarrassed I am, I will still ask, so how do I fix it? Because that embarrassment is going to last five minutes, but I will learn and that thing I'll take away for the rest of my life. You know, because some people have the pride, you know, pride comes before a fall. So you can't say, oh, because I'm embarrassed, I'm going to take offense about this and then I'm really going to get angry, you know, because so many people turn their shame into anger, you know, all the time. They become defensive. They, they, you have to open yourself up to learning. You have to appreciate all these feelings. I appreciate embarrassment any day. Trust me. And that's why I made leaflets, because I just wanted to put myself out there. I like being out of my comfort zone. So I made leaflets about my business, and now I walk into a, a, any business, and I tell them, hey, these are the services I offer. Um, are you interested? And, you know, some of them will look at me and say, uh, no, you know. People are scared of rejection. I am scared of rejection, but I do it because I feel it makes me stronger. Because... The, when I entered the first business, I was so scared to even speak. But now, I'm so confident. I just walk in. I don't care what the answer is. I don't take it personally, you know. When, when somebody is rude to me, I say, well, maybe they're having a bad day, you know. And so, yesterday, I spoke about detoxifying your life, as in looking very carefully at the people you hang out with. Because who you hang out with is who you become, you know. Period. That is so true. And so I had to think about, right, okay, so who I hang out with is who I become. So if there's some, somebody who is negative, I need to stay away from them because these are people who will put me down. These are people who, who, who focus on all the negative things that are going on in the world, you know. They are on the news. They are everywhere. They, they, they're wondering what, what is going on. And then looking for blame elsewhere. And these are not productive people because productive people, they're, they're talking about ideas that they have, that they're working on, you know. So they open you up. And so when I thought about that, I said, so basically this journey is huge because if I have a friend who is really dear to me, how do I get rid of them, you know? I mean, that's the coldest thing ever. But then that's also part of being out of your comfort zone. Imagine that conversation where you say, hey, I don't think, you know, I don't think we are people who should still be hanging out because I want to go this, this route. I want to develop myself, you know, and so I don't really have time to hang out with you on the weekend because I want to be reading. I want to be doing this. I want to be doing that. That is not easy. But if you keep throwing yourself in uncomfortable situations, that conversation will get easier. I can guarantee it. Because that's, those are the things that I work on. And now I feel more confident having such conversations, such uncomfortable conversations, because they have to happen if you are to grow. You know, they really do. And so what am I saying here? What I'm saying is we need to build the ground on which to start this journey because I've shared strategies, but you, it's, it's not easy to do those strategies when you don't know the background behind why you're doing them. 
And a lot of that background is how we think. So when you start to become conscious of how you think, whereby you think before you think, <laughs> it's, it, trust me, it works. Before, I, I used to think I was crazy. I used to say, I say talking to myself. I'm not even taking any drugs or anything. So how is this happening? But it does happen. But if you think before you think, you start to become conscious of what you're thinking. And then when you want to now step into your new journey for self-care and go into that journey and look after yourself, when you're turning down that donut, you know, when you're turning your friends down to go out drinking till morning because you know that's not going to serve you the next morning when you're going jogging, you have to have mastered your thoughts whereby you have that thought that's tempting you, but then you're able to turn it around. And so that's why I feel this episode is important if we're going to get onto the self-care journey and do all these strategies and make them work. Because you will have those moments where you're tempted to just turn away and just, and just say, no, I've tried it in the past. Trust me, where you are now doesn't matter. There's so many people say, no, Esther, but you know, I'm, I'm already used to how I am. You know, I'm overweight. I'm, I'm too old. I'm too young. I'm too short. I'm too tall. It does not matter where you are. Where you are, by the way, where you are does not reflect where, you, where you're going. It really doesn't, you know. It doesn't at all. Where you are is where you are. You can turn it around overnight by making a decision. Decisions change lives. Remember that. Think about something huge you've ever achieved. It was because of a decision you made where you say, enough is enough. I'm going for it. I don't care what happens. Maybe it's a marriage which changed your life for the better. You know, It was one decision where you said yes, where he went down on one knee, hopefully. you know, And so... What am I saying here? What I'm saying is this. Let's think about our self-care. Let's think about the benefits of self-care. And then think about our thoughts and see how to start working on them. And then I'm going to share strategies on how to work on those thoughts so that you start to turn them around. And you'll see that it will start to work for you. Because when those thoughts start to work for you, then these strategies for self-care will be easier. Guys, I got a sign off. I can't believe I've been talking for 17 minutes nonstop. And so I'll let you go. I appreciate your time. I just love, 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 love that you keep tuning in and listening to all these things where I just talk about, you know, all these things I learned along the way. I won't lie. Through reading, through experiences, through everything. And so I hope you're enjoying it. I hope you'll try it. Um, I, I just want to compress all these things together and get you on that journey, you know, and get you thinking good all the time and get you happy because that's what you deserve. Life is too short. Life is too short to live in misery. I have vowed right now. I made, I made this vow actually, I think it was now two years ago, where I live in a happy state. I don't care what's happening to me. I live in a happy state because I realize that I can control. I can't control what happens to me. You know, things will happen. It's like saying I'm going to control the rain. No, it will rain if it wants to rain. But I can control what I think about. I can control what I do about it. That's the major, major. And so that's all part of self-care, self-love. You're able to come from within 
and control a situation. But to do that, you need powerful, powerful thoughts. You need to learn the strategies of changing those thoughts around and managing the situation. And that's what I am obsessed with now. And that's what I can't wait to share with you. And so think about what you're thinking, you know, and then we shall work on that. Think about this self-care journey and write down how it will help you. Even just one idea. You don't even have to write it down. Maybe you're moving, maybe on the train or driving. Just think about one reason, how it will change your life. Will you have more energy? Will you look better? Will you ditch all those drugs you're taking because it will have beaten whatever you're ill of? You know, Will it have gotten rid of your high blood pressure or your stress or your palpitations or whatever? So think about it. And then if that's the strongest benefit, why not do it? Why not start this journey? And we, let's do it together. But guys, I got to sign off. Bye-bye.